0: Welcome to Stocks to Watch. I'm Ashley Barry, and we're welcoming Stuart Boucher, Chief Financial Officer of Decibel Cannabis, an agro-based company engaged in cannabis retail and product brands with, in fact, three cannabis production houses in Canada. Decibel Cannabis is listed on the TSXV as DB and the OTCQB as DBCCF. Welcome to the show, Stuart. Thanks for joining us here on Stocks to Watch.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So having risen through the ranks, you've now attained a national market share of 7.2% in Canada, placing it second in the country's highly competitive cannabis market. That's fantastic. This demonstrates a very strong competitive edge you have, translating into impressive financial returns, which we'll of course discuss shortly. So your infused pre-rolls have disrupted the cannabis market, outperforming more heavily capitalized rivals. So how are you able to achieve that disruption and how do you plan to sustain your competitive advantage considering this fierce rivalry?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. We start with focusing on the consumer and ultimately what products can elevate their experience. Um, We constantly focus on R&D and innovation of not only our existing products, but new products we believe we can bring to market over time. Um, You see that across our broad portfolio, we're trying to find competitive edges that again, we think are superior to what we see um, on shelf relative to our peers. So if you look at our vapes, um, we recently launched the Blinker and what that's intended to do is solve many of the consumer issues we see in market today. It's one of the highest consumption products, but it has the highest number of complaints. Um, largely because of cart failure, leakage, and so on. Um, With our new blinker, we're aiming to solve that. So we have dry wick technology that ultimately prevents the cart from burning. We have smart pod technology with a chip that ultimately allows for better heating um, through our coil of the product that you're smoking. And so it creates a a cool and consistent pull every single time. Within our infused prurals, we have a Keef coating application that we think creates not only an aesthetic um, kind of appeal to the consumer, but at the same time provides a superior experience and that it burns um, more longer lasting and so you get more for every puff. And our belief is that finding those um, minor points to which we can compete, innovate um, and outpace our peers, it creates brand equity and consumer loyalty over time. Certainly we believe that all of these elements can be replicated, Um, We always want to be at the forefront of this innovation so that we maintain this edge, um, but ultimately believe that building that quality, consistency, and trust with the consumer will ultimately transition to brand equity over time, which will be our strongest competitive advantage in the future.
0: Yeah, and I would say absolutely a competitive advantage. I mean, every time I speak with you, it seems like there's new products on the market. Now you're talking about this blinker, which is something new. Um, I also might add your impressive returns. In the third quarter of 2023, Decibel Cannabis announced net revenue of $30.2 with a year-over-year growth of 65%. So really, that indicates active consumer switching to your brands. So what aspects of your products and marketing really help deliver that performance?
1: Well, we just try to be as consumer focused as possible. So many of the points that I spoke to previously, I think lend themselves to a better customer experience. We try to be great partners, not only with our customers, but also with um, various parts of our supply chain, whether that be the provincial distributors or retailers, so that we're making our products as broadly available on shelf. And we're able to communicate points of differentiation with a strong sales team, customer, uh, customer and retailer education, Um, and conveyance of, of many of those attributes through our marketing materials. We're core believers that consumers strive for quality at a reasonable price. And so in every angle of the business, we're trying to provide that and make sure that it's loudly heard by all parties engaged.
0: And and speaking of a of a strong team, uh, I also understand that you're supporting the job market, you've had to hire temporary employees to meet the increasing market demand. Uh, how are you adjusting your capacity to deal with this growing demand while still reducing costs?
1: Yeah, it's it's been a pretty incredible ramp. I I believe right now we're just over 400 employees. How we think about scaling our business is a bit contrary to what we see in the broader industry. So We always think about creating demand first um, and ultimately being able to do that in an effective manner where we have limited capital investment. As we innovate, we ensure that consumers are purchasing our product. We're starting to see that demand grow. Um, We then look to invest around those products with automation, with um, higher capacity equipment, ultimately these things that help us service market demand In a more effective manner while at the same time improving our profitability and trying to pass savings along to the customer. Um, So I believe that uh, as we kind of hit our Q3 target, um, we're in a position where we've since then expanded our capacity dramatically, um, at the same time improved consistency and quality across our key product lines. And I believe that supports a, a tremendous amount of growth ahead as we look to 24 with A number of new innovative products we're bringing to market, as well as hopefully a new brand.
0: More products. How exciting. So uh, what projections do you have in terms of revenue and free cash flow for 2024 and beyond?
1: So we don't provide public guidance on revenue or cash flow, but um, there's a few tidbits I think you can get from our communications publicly. And I think the first is it's still a very exciting future for, for Decibel. We have a tremendous amount of growth avenues Um, And I think it relates back first to domestic Canada, we have a long term target of 200 million, there's no timeline communicated to that. But we think well within reach, given we're around 120 million on a run rate basis today. That's with a highly concentrated brand portfolio. Um, And when we look to other competitors, when we look to other industries that will over time be analogous to cannabis, We see much broader brand portfolio, both in terms of audience that um, we're targeting, as well as different price points. And so as we look to 24, we're going to be introducing new brands, new products that we think cater to um, consumers that we don't currently reach today. At the same time, we're expanding our distribution. So we're relatively concentrated in B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan and Ontario. So we believe other provinces we can now get into with expanded capacity and gain market share uh, relatively quick. Um, and at the same time, we're turning our attention to international markets, whether it be overseas or in the US, where we believe we have um, great high quality products that consumers are looking for. We have operational expertise and competitive advantage advantages that we think position us well for entry. Um, and we've seen that at least early stage with some of the company developments. So um, at the start of last uh, this year, um, we uh, expanded into Israel with Quest branded craft cannabis product. We've signed an agreement with 4C Labs out of the UK, and we're looking towards Germany and Australia's additional markets to expand into, while at the same time taking a very early stage review of the U.S. market and uh, determining whether there's states that we view it as attractive entry points. So I think that culminates in a very attractive growth outlook that uh, will support um, double-digit revenue growth as well as cash flow over the next few years.
0: Yeah. And speaking of, you know, attractive entry outlets in the United States specifically, uh, any idea on a timeline there or how long that takes to really identify that, break that down and then then start potential sales in the U.S.?
1: I think it's early stage at this point, and we're still reviewing a number of alternatives. That being said, we view our position as, as highly attractive for an entry. We have infused technology where we're able to produce at the lowest cost and do it in a highly scalable fashion. We produce over 2 million um, infused pre-rolls on a monthly basis, and it's a hyper complex product to manufacture um, because you're taking, frankly, an input that is inconsistent and trying to put it through an automation machine that requires consistency in inputs. Um, and so through those capabilities we've developed within Canada, um, we believe that lends itself for um, an, an aggressive entry point um, and at the same time gives us a serious advantage over um, many of the players in the space today. Um, so whether that be through um, M&A, a joint venture, or organic investments um, is to be determined, but we we still wanna um, make sure that's uh, in our line of sight and, and something we're looking aggressively towards.
0: And finally, Stuart, let's talk about your stock. You know, despite this tough, tough market from the summer through the fall, uh, your stock has been rising. So perhaps you can give us three reasons why this upside wave will continue and why Decibel Cannabis is a robust investment opportunity right now.
1: Well, it's a it's a good question. I still think we trade at a deep discount relative to our intrinsic value. You look at us versus many of our peers, and we trade at the low end of the range on a multiples basis. And so I think inherent within that, there's upside just by way of the company being afforded affordable relative to its peers. On top of that, we've always been long-term believers in fundamentals, driving share price performance over time. And we, um, as Decibel, are one of the fastest growing licensed producers within the Canadian landscape. We have a number of catalysts ahead that will continue to drive further revenue growth as well as cash flow growth, which is critical during this period of time. Um, And that affords us um, in the future tremendous opportunity as we start to see um, global legal cannabis come to the forefront and those with cash flow and additional um, uh, business lines to be able to support that expansion will be able to capture that opportunity, whereas others may not. And so we think Decibel is best positioned to do so. Amongst the other things that I think are great catalysts to support share price appreciation over the over the long term.
0: Great. Now, Stuart, I just I have to ask you know what excites you the most. A lot of the folks that are watching are you know budding investors, and uh, you know I think there are a lot of Gen Zs and Millennials. Uh, you being young yourself, you know what excites you most about not only your company but but where it's going.
1: The thing that excites me the most is we have tangible products we're bringing to market that excite consumers. And there's nothing more rewarding than being able to um, create an innovative product that is ultimately delivering a better experience and being able to hear back from our customers how much they like the product or how much they like the flavor and how it's improved upon what they've seen in market um, before. So I always look towards our product innovation and pipeline Um, as the uh, kind of excitement around the company and and the things we look forward to seeing in market and, and ultimately how they perform.
0: I love that commitment to customer satisfaction. Stuart Boucher, Chief Financial Officer of Decibel Cannabis. Thank you so much for joining us here on Stocks to Watch. And we look forward to watching your stock in 2024. Thanks again, Stuart.
1: Thanks, Ashley.